Hey everybody, welcome to No Misses Podcast. I'm Frankie Corrado, and I'm here today with TJ Cianciani. What's going on, everybody? So uh, we're going to talk, obviously, about the NBA Finals. Yes. Game two just wrapped up. Suns with a 2-0 lead. Uh, what do you What do you make of? Well, I mean, first we're going to talk about game one. Yeah, yeah. We want to go back. Let we want to see how we me. got to this point. But you want to take over game one? Go for it. Yeah. Uh, let me just get started about game one. Um, one of the key things I noticed was how they defended Chris Paul and. If you, if you know me, you know that in the past, I've, I'm not a Chris Paul fan. You know, he's always made the playoffs. You know, he's always been a sellout, in okay. my opinion. Okay. Right? Most so, you know, takes. How, what, what, what was his record in the Western Conference Finals? Before. Okay, they took him to listen. They took him to they took the Warriors to seven. And we had one of the most controversial game sevens no. ever. And also, he wasn't even playing. So I understand that. Now, I understand that. All I hear, I just hear excuses. So, <laughs> nevertheless, let's stay on track here. The way they 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 guarded Chris Paul, oftentimes I saw Brooke Lopez. I saw Bobby Portis, which was ridiculous. Why don't you have Drew Holiday on Chris but it's, Paul? It's pick-and-roll defense. Like, it's pick-and-roll defense. They, okay, Chris Paul is one of the best pick-and-roll players ever. Let me just preface everything I say with, uh, Chris Paul is my favorite player. Chris Paul is easily my favorite player of all time. I, and I will stand by anything he does, but he's one of the best pick and roll players ever. So even though Drew Holiday is a tremendous defender, when he's going through those screens, there's nothing you could do. I mean, I was watching last night on NBA TV. Isaiah Thomas was talking about how to guard him. And he was saying, I would push him left through the screen and I'd fight over the screen. And the issue is you're fighting over that screen. So as you fight over well, that screen, you have to ask who's setting that screen. You know, DeAndre Ayton is on the court for most of the time. Um, I mean, yeah, he's a big guy. Yeah, he's, like, a, he's a unit. Yes. DeAndre Ayton's a unit. Yeah, yeah. But you have to, when you're Mike Budenholzer, you have to, that's his name, right? Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> Coach, Coach you Yeah. Um, you have to, it just kept, you know, possession after possession, ISO after ISO, Chris Paul sizing up these guys and, it's the same thing every time. You have to surround your defensive plan around stopping Chris Paul. It, it, it gets to a point where, you know, he's got 30-some-odd points. It's like, come on already. That's why I'm like, okay, you know, there's something you can do to simply, um, whether it's to get around that pick or whatnot, to stop Chris Paul. That's what got me upset when watching um because well, i mean let me just let me just say something deandre ayton was playing a, a great game and yes. devin booker was playing a great game too i mean devin booker wasn't shooting as well as chris paul was but the, the thing is you're talking about chris paul like he's a pass first guy when he's i don't on, think he was a pass first guy in that game okay when he's Not on there's nothing you're gonna do when he's on there's nothing you can do right. he gets a switch on bobby portis that's a double through the leg step back Yes, it's and it's going in. Yes. if he's feeling it, and he was. But when you say you want to, you want to surround him. I mean, Cameron Johnson's been shooting an insane percentage from yes. three. Yeah, uh, Bridges can knock down threes. Jay Crowder can knock down threes. Even Cameron Payne. Even Cameron. Even Cameron Payne. Cameron Payne is is Loki, the MVP of these playoffs. Uh, if I started watching basketball right. from the start of this playoffs, See, Frankie, okay. Frankie, Frankie gets I, a little wild. If sometimes. I started watching um, basketball from the start of these playoffs, I would think Cameron Payne is the best player in the NBA. This guy's guarding players, the whole court, full court defense, guarding them all 94. It's 94 feet, 94 feet. I'm pretty sure. Right. Guard them up and down the whole time. He is one of the reasons oh the Suns are leading to nothing. He's, he's, he's one of the reasons. Awesome. This whole Whole playoffs. I agree. And I think um, bench players or, or role players like him are the reason why um, the Suns are winning. Because you look at – even look at the stats for game one. Um, really, it's a compo – oh, I just said a compo. Okay. <laughs> Giannis and Chris Middleton just leading, you know, scoring. You have Drew Holiday who's inconsistent. You have Brooke Lopez who's, you know – inconsistent um even pj tucker 
And then you don't have those role players that the Suns do. You don't have a Cameron Payne. You don't have a Jay Crowder. You don't have a Cam Johnson. That's why the Suns are winning the series, in my opinion. Well, I would also like to uh, credit Coach Williams, Coach Monty Williams, with just not only bringing that team together. Oh, yeah. But he's got shooters on the court at all times. When you have a guy like Aiden who really can't step out and shoot a three, Mm -hmm. you need to surround him with guys who can shoot. And, you know, a starting lineup of Chris Paul, Jay Crowder, Devin Booker, Mikel Bridges, and Aiton, that's not not a bad shooting uh, lineup. No, not at all. That's a great shooting lineup. So the Bucks, on the other hand, you know, if I look at game two, say I look at game two, I'd like to talk about that because we talked about the inconsistency with the Bucks. You want to talk about inconsistency. Giannis puts up, in my opinion, one of the greatest finals performances I've ever seen. I No, yeah, I definitely agree. It was unbelievable. He was just barreling through everybody, as he always does. Yeah. He shot a good percentage for him from the free throw line. They, the Suns had no defense. They had no, yeah, there's no answer for him. The only answer is DeAndre Ayton because he's a brick wall. So, but even then... Giannis plays that 40 minutes. Yeah, hyperextended left knee. He should not be playing in the first place. He plays That's 40 right. minutes. That's right. But here's the question you have to ask. What went wrong in that game? Well, it's what, the Bucks' inconsistencies. You look at Chris, it's Chris not, Middleton, 11 points. Drew Holiday, 17. He yes. shot 33% from the field, 7 for 21. Drew Holiday yeah. started the game just – he was chucking, and I was mm-hmm. glad he was shooting because I feel like in game one he was way too timid. But he was just – he was shooting everything, and he wasn't making them. That's and right. it's I feel like Drew Holiday is a guy who's very hesitant to try and score. But the fact that Pat Connaughton outscored Chris Middleton mm-hmm. on six less shots. That's a problem. That's, that's a, a problem. problem. Now, Frankie, do me a favor. I want you to ask me, why are the Bucks going to take the next two games? Why are the Bucks going to take the next two games? The answer is Brooke Lopez. Okay. You look at what he did okay. in the Eastern Conference Finals. He had that 33-point game. Frankie, I was in Wildwood, right? And I'm sitting from my bedroom watching this game. Seeing Brooke Lopez make shot after shot after shot. I'm going to pull up a stat line here right now. I was, Frankie, I was like, I, I, he's, the way he restructured his game from when he was on the Nets, I, I think is incredible. Well, I think it's very impressive how he changed his game from being somebody like, somebody like um, Clint Capella, I would even say, or, Somebody like a, a center who yeah. just stayed in the paint. To right guy, right. Somebody place. like Nicole Jokic, yeah, who's a playmaker. Wow, Nicole Jokic. He listen. Mirrors, Lopez had a thirty-three point play. game. He did a thirty-three point game in game. He five. didn't play at the magnitude that Nicole Jokic did, but he he his playmaking, his his shooting was. I I found that incredible. It's and just, and that was very key to the Bucks winning that series against the Hawks and the Bucks. Next two games against the Suns. So you think see. you think that the the Thanos snap of the NBA Finals is Brooke Lopez? Is that what you're telling me? Because there's I think, incredible potential there. Incredible, <laughs> incredible potential from for Brooke, Brooke Lopez. Lopez. Brooke Lopez went four for ten, eight points. He didn't play a bad game. He just didn't. It won, It was one of those games where you just look at DeAndre Ayton and you're like. This guy can really just do it all. This guy gets Frankie, out. That game five, Giannis guards was out. everybody. Giannis was out that game five. Okay, who was the leader for that team? It wasn't Chris Middleton. It's just a reality. I would argue that it was. I would argue that it was split between Portis and Lopez. Even though Lopez, Portis had a very good threes. game. Lopez, yeah, Portis had a great game. Yes, I think that was more of a, a collective effort than the Brook Lopez show. I agree, um, but even the defensive. Um, like Brooke Lopez was like great defensively, four blocks and two steals. You gotta like he 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 compensated for like the defense, you know. Like even I've seen when I was watching Game One of the Suns Bucks, Brooke Lopez looked like a headless chicken. Um, down low. You know, he was getting with lobs, with the pick and rolls. He didn't look like he knew what he was doing. That's why I think he's the X factor. That's why I think if he figures it out defensively and offensively, the Bucks really have a shot in winning this. Well, I mean, I don't know what he could figure out defensively. He, he's guarding Devin Booker. 
Devin Booker's no he's no piece of cake to defend. He hit a step back the other game, like a, a Kyrie Irving game seven step back. It was it was pretty insane. Uh like that you know what I'm talking about. That sidestep right on like that it was pretty it was tightly guarded. I mean, who's asking Brooke Lopez to guard point guards on the outside? Like this isn't a usual thing for him. He doesn't usually have to guard people of this caliber. Like you have Chris right. Paul, one of the best ball handlers of all time. Devin Booker's one of the best scorers in the NBA right now. He's got great footwork. There's nothing Brooke Lopez can really do. So asking him to get it done on the defensive end is just asking him to get rebounds. And he had nine of those last game. I understand that. But when I was watching that first game, it wasn't even it was so noticeable. I found it so noticeable how much of a liability he was defensively. And I feel like part of the Suns' offensive game plan was to attack him. Yeah. Him and Bryn Forbes. Exactly. Um, so that's why I think – I feel like that further adds on to the notion that he's the X Factor. He is the X Factor in this series. It's just so weird to call Brooke Lopez the X Factor. Listen, Giannis is going to do his thing. Chris Middleton's going to do his thing. Drew Holiday might do his thing. But Brooke Lopez, if he does his thing, listen, call me crazy, but the crazy. Bucks have a, a good shot at winning this. I they think have they two need another guy to do his thing. They need one other person on the court to do their and that's thing. Brooke Lopez. Not named Giannis. It's and that's Brooke, Brooke Lopez, Lopez. It's Chris Middleton. It's Drew Holiday. They need another. It can't just be Giannis. Giannis in the first game was, was you know, he he was obviously, he hasn't played in a little while. So he was obviously just getting his runs in. The second game, I, man, the Bucks are so lucky he signed that extension. That's one of those. That's one of those moments where you look at your team. You have like a Dame Lillard or a LeBron moment where you look at your team and you're like, "I've done as much as I could do with what they've given me." Yes, I need to get out. Mm-hmm. He's that's lucky right. that he signed that, or the Bucks are lucky that he signed. I that think he's session. gonna. It's gonna be a, a Dame Lillard situation. He's gonna stay there for a while, and if they don't win, he's gonna say, you know, you know, this is it. I mean, with all due respect, who wants to stay in Milwaukee? <laughs> okay, no, just just diss the entire city of Milwaukee. <laughs> um, I mean, when you can play for somewhere like New York, you know, if he wants to come. To oh the Knicks, my God! If he wants to come to the okay. Knicks. Okay, we're, we're no, we're not gonna get on the Knicks train with this one. I think can that. We? No, we'll get there. We'll get Giannis there. will never. No, Giannis will never get here. Giannis will never. I don't think he would leave. You don't think you think he'll stay there his whole career? I think he'll. I think he's very loyal to those Milwaukee fans. Yes, because I, I feel as though they took him from a place where he was really unknown. They took him thirteen. Exactly. Very. You know, where he they brought his from. brother in. They, I mean, they, just look at him. Look at who he was. Like look his at rise. Him. Yeah, his stature and like when he yeah. when he was a rookie, his rise to twig. greatness was. insane incredible Incredible. i agree uh, so that that i understand is um a a a possible reason as to why he would stay well i want to talk about because because in in game one the pick and rolls were usually used just to get switches and i think the bucks realized that they were using the pick and rolls to to get switches but in game two they played even worse on the pick and roll it was like they were hedging screens, but they would end up miscommunicating and leaving a guy wide open for three. Devin Booker got, I think, two or three of those. Chris Paul had a few of those, too. Just They would miscommunicate on a screen because they wanted to hedge because they didn't want to get Lopez on a mismatch, and one of them wasn't quick enough to get back to the player with the ball, and someone was wide open. Yeah. Wide open. So I don't know if this is Bud. I don't know if this is Coach Bud. I don't know if this is just the Bucks themselves. I don't know if this is Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis, whoever. Um, but I, I most certainly know it wasn't Giannis. I know Giannis had was playing tremendous help defense. He was playing great yeah, help defense. The whole I did time. notice that yeah. he had that that block underneath where I thought he got yeah. hurt after. That was he was playing great defense. But I mean, for the Bucks, man, what do you do? Like, what do you do if you're the Bucks? What do you do? You look at this, and you know you can say Brooke Lopez is the X factor, but you can't just yeah put a needle in his arm and make him turn into into Michael Jordan. Like he can't, or he can't do five, that. or Game Lopez. Five Brooke Lopez. You I know? understand that. Um, I think a lot of it is mental. Um, because a main because you see what's going on in the 
the defensive end for the Bucks. Like they're getting exposed to an extent by the pick and roll offense. Um, but on the offensive side, I mean, you can't have Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday shooting for a combined twelve for thirty-seven in game two. Yeah, you can't have that. Yeah, and I think it's mental because it's it's inconsistency and it's not a hit at how skilled somebody is it's i think it's just mentality yeah, chris middleton chris, i mean this is this chris is chris middleton is insane yes i get that score. but even drew holiday like th- these are the finals you got to yeah. like this is it he's too has he's too good of a player to be hesitating like he is he's just too good of a player to be doing that and he's been here too not in the finals but he has some experience in the playoffs, yeah. right? Uh, I mean, Pelicans. Enough, I feel like enough. Well, he's a he's a he's been in the league for almost around ten years. I think he's been. Around I'm talking about years. Chris Middleton. Oh, Middleton. Oh, Middleton's been here. Middleton's he's, been here just some, exactly. as much as Giannis has been. Um, so that's why there's no reason for him to be putting up 11 points, 41 minutes. I mean, it was just an off game. Last game he had a pretty good game. Game yes. one he had a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean. I can't believe I'm saying this. Credit to Pat Connaughton. He played a good game. I guess, yeah. He was in the right spots at the right times. He, he shot, stepped he up. He shot the most threes. Gave him over 30 minutes. He shot the most he uh, did. threes. He did? Wow. He had four threes. Yeah. He was in the right places at the right times. And, uh, you know, nothing too crazy. No no Terrence Mann yeah, yeah. outstanding performance. <laughs> yeah. But uh, he, had a, he had a good game for uh, the – what do he do in the dunk contest? And White Brooke man can't jump only, thing? Yeah. That's Pat Connaughton, but he played pretty well. He stepped up, uh, but still, if I'm Giannis, I'm <laughs> I'm punching air right now because that was such a great game. That could have been one of the all-time performances in the finals. Okay, okay. he was. It's a he, he. He had a very good game. Let's. I say we leave it. At it that. was unbelievable. It's not. It's just. It's he. Just his how he is naturally is unbelievable because. He's been in the NBA since 2013. He's been a star since 2016. So for the last five years, we've had the the blessing of watching him bud into a top three player. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you call him a top three. I call him top three. So we've had we've seen this this growth from him, and it still doesn't make sense how someone is that athletically gifted. How and, someone like someone everyone says run and dunk, whatever. Yeah. It's just. When I watch him play, I'm like afraid for the defenders. Look, but Tory Craig took that yeah, charge. Know, yeah, was, okay, like I'm you gotta, afraid. You got to be another another man too. No, another type of man to take a yeah, charge on. No, you have to be ready for death. You have to be ready for death yeah. to take a charge on Giannis. I I think it's 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 like an applaud to the Bucks organization for like how they what they did to him how they transformed him into some thin guy into like, you know, uh, just a beast, you know, a beast. Yeah. And they surround, I mean, for Milwaukee, they've surrounded him with a pretty good team. Chris Middleton's an all-star drew holidays, bordering an all-star. He's on team USA. Brooke Lopez has Christian Lehner was on team USA. Frankie. Okay. That's a different story. That's a different. That's a '92 dream team coming out of Duke. That's a different yeah. story. Oh right? uh, yeah. Anthony Anthony Davis was on the 2012 Team USA, right? Wasn't mm-hmm. he? I think it was. Yeah. Was. Yeah. So they always throw a guy like that on, but still, you know, Drew Holiday yes, he was a good player. Christian Leitner. But they surround. They give him PJ Tucker, great veteran. One of those veterans I was talking about before. I was saying there's a few veterans in the NBA that are just you don't get many of them in like a five-year span. And Jay Crowder's one of those guys. Jay Crowder's one of those guys where just him being on the court helps out so much because well, he's on, been there. On. PJ Tucker or Jay Crowder? Jay Crowder and PJ Tucker. I feel like both of those guys where they, they're the glue. You know, as much as Chris Paul is the glue, Jay Crowder is the same amount. Like, I feel as though they've been there for so long. And in a league that, honestly, veterans get harder to come by day by day mm-hmm. as the league gets younger. Yeah. He's one of those guys. Both of them are those guys where no, they're not the best player on the court, and they'll probably never be the best player on the court. But they have that effect no, no matter what. It's like those San Antonio Spurs guys, where like you'd have a Bruce Bowen 
Yeah, just play, just playing great defense. Or, uh, all the time, right? Tiago Splitter. Tiago, <laughs> when Tiago Splitter got a uh, that dunk block by LeBron in 2014, <laughs> it was nasty. Oh, Honestly, you know what I want to see? I want to see Thanasis in the game. I doubt. Or Thanasis, Thanasis. Then I want to see him in the game. I think he's good. I think he's really good. I think he's better than There's the time and place. I, I think. I think the time and the places now. I think if Giannis can't right. play 40 minutes, you you put in his brother. He's an athletic freak. You know, you need someone to guard DeAndre Ayton. I'm not saying Thanasis is going to step on the court. And it's lock certainly down not going to be Brook Lopez yeah. by how it's looking. Yeah. As much as I love Brook Lopez, yeah. I don't think it's going to be him. And Ayton didn't have the gr- the greatest game last game compared to the rest of it, but uh, the rest of his games. But I I think that he fits in the system. I feel. Yeah. And he you know, he, he he had ten points, eleven boards. Look at Jay Crowder, eleven points, ten boards. Yeah. They they fit in the system, and that's exactly what they need because players like those. We'll do what they have to do, and then you'll have people like Devin Booker and Chris Paul, obviously, put up whatever, and then you have McCall Bridges who puts up 27. Yeah. Which I just noticed that. That kind of scared me. It's just – I'm so happy to see this as the NBA Finals. I agree. I, I wanted this. When I saw the – I'm so happy. When I saw the two conference finals, uh, I, this is what I wanted. If this was like Clippers, Nets, Lakers, Nets, we wouldn't be having these. It would just be like, man, LeBron's so good. Anthony Davis is so good. And, and also Kyrie is so good. And Kevin Durant. Like, I'm not happy that everyone got hurt, of course. I'm not happy. I want to see healthy. I want to see a healthy NBA Finals. But, like, even when Chris Paul got hurt in the first round, I was freaking out. Freaking out. I think a lot of people were. Frankie likes Chris Paul. I love Chris Paul. But, um, forget that. <laughs> But I think that this year, even though there were a lot of injuries that went into it, I think we got a good finals matchup. I hope it's more than four games. Although, if it's four games and the Suns win, I'm not going to complain. But uh, I hope we have a good NBA. I hope the rest of the NBA finals has been as good as this. As much as I, I, I'd much, I'd, I'd rather see the Bucks win. Because um, I think, you know, they really, the Bucks, at least the organization, has really. Um, put all of their cards on the table um, and trying to help Giannis. And you wonder three, four years from now, what's this team going to look like? Is if Giannis is still there? I have no idea. How's Chris Middleton going to be playing by then? Is PJ Tucker going to be out of the NBA? PJ by Tucker then? will be gone. Yeah. He'll be, he'll be long gone. Drew holiday. Won't be, I mean, Drew holiday. Yeah. With all due respect. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe Chris Middleton emerges as some superstar. You, you don't really know. Yeah, because the Bucks aren't that young of a team. Exactly. Like, they're really not that young of a team. They're, they've been there. They've been around the block. Giannis has been in the NBA for a while now. Giannis has been in the NBA How old is he? 29? for eight 28? years. I, uh, I'm i going to say him, I think he's 27. No, he's uh, older than that. He came in. He came in young. Nineteen or eighteen. If he's been in for eight years here, I'll just look it up. Twenty six. He's twenty six. Wow. He's twenty six years old. Twenty six. We haven't yeah. even seen the best of him. That's debatable. We haven't I even seen the his, best of him. You don't think this? You is think his this prime? is? You yes. think this is? His, this wow. is his prime. I don't know. Frankie, after the game he had last night, it's hard to say he's not in his prime. You can't do much better than that. I mean, LeBron did much better than he did in, uh, you know, 2000. People in 2007 were like, man, he just took the Cavaliers to the finals. Even though they got swept, he took the Cavs to the finals. LeBron's some player. Is this the best of LeBron? I mean, even though he was in the NBA for like four years at that point. Yes. I think I think Giannis's best is yet to come. We got to see what they surround him with. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, now – it's hard for, at least how I say it, it's hard for him, at least for the next five years, to continue this, you know, run and dunk play style. You That's know true. I mean? um, is he going to develop a three-pointer? Or, you know, he already somewhat <laughs> no. has one. Uh, here's the thing. All of this is largely mental. Same with guys like Ben Simmons. It's largely mental. They can work on it as much as they want. I don't think they'll be able to improve to the level that you know fans want them to improve to. But uh I I think Giannis can get a three pointer, but I don't think he really wants it. Maybe it's like look at LeBron. I don't think he really look needs at LeBron. It. Okay. You see how LeBron's LeBron's different. 
LeBron's unbelievable. And LeBron had a little um, bit of a three LeBron's pointer. pretty good, yeah. He had a little bit of a three-pointer when he was younger. So in does Gian- Giannis year, has a little bit of it. In his eighth year, no, no, no. LeBron had it. Like, LeBron was a guy where you would guard him from the outside. Fair. Giannis, you don't really guard from the outside. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he'll get a three. I don't think it'll be a tremendous three-point shot, but I think he'll get one. And I don't think it'll help his game all that much. I mean, the only reason he would need it it's, is to spread out the defense. And that, and I, again, I think it's hard for him to continue such a play style when he's, you know, 32 or whatnot. And, you know, he won't have, obviously, that same physical prowess that he does now. Um, you know what I mean? Well, that's, yeah, there's few players like that per, you know, per decade, per I don't even know. I don't, I don't. I've never seen anyone like Giannis. I don't think there's anybody no, like I Giannis. I agree. I don't think there's. I think Zion's one of those guys. I was too. just about to say. You know, Zion's one Zion. Um, I see right now is the only other player who could get close to how Giannis plays, and <laughs> you know, and Zion. You know, Giannis is a, is right right near seven foot. Yeah, Zion's six Zion's six. six six. Zion's yeah. James Harden's height. You know, which is. Alarm. A little concerning, yeah. <laughs> a little bit concerning. I always thought when he was playing in high school and everything, I was like, okay, he's LeBron's height. He's six eight, six nine. Like this guy's, you know, he's a unit, but he's big. Like he's he's tall. No, I mean he's still tall, taller he than is, the average human. He's a unit. He's he, an actual. But unit. he's six six, debatably six five. I've seen things that when he was getting drafted, people were concerned he was six five. He's six foot. Like, man. He's an inch taller than Westbrook. Like that's a little that's a little crazy. Yes. Which maybe makes it all that more impressive that he scores so well in the paint. But I I do think that Giannis is a, an athletic beast. Yes, of course. Which is obvious. But I and I again, think the best um, come. many people say about Zion. You know, is he going to keep up that thing? Like, is he going to keep up that physicality? You know, yeah. just by his weight, you know, how injury question. prone is he going to be? That is some, you know, question. another question people ask is when is he going to join the Knicks? You know, Zion, if you're watching this or listening, sorry, <laughs> please join the Knicks. <laughs> please join the Knicks. We need you. Um, I don't know, man. I don't know. He's we know you want to come here. Okay. Sorry. You can go. All right. Dolan. <laughs> I don't really know if he wants to be in New York. I oh, mean, come give on. it time. Frankie. Oh, what do you what do you, what, Frankie, what, what did I miss? On. What happened to the New York? What, what did miss? I miss? Did you miss the draft lottery when they announced <laughs> the Knicks had the third pick? Did you see the look on his face? Okay. Do you remember that? Yeah, it's that smile. Funny. He had that little smile. You know, it was funny when he was doing the post game interview and he was like all giddy talking about the Knicks. I've never seen another. I've never seen a player that excited to talk about another. What do you say about? Fans. Oh, He's New like, York is man, the best. Man, place I love to their play. fans so much. I I love this city. This city is. A, I mean, yeah, it is you know, yeah. the greatest city. How would you feel if I told you you're the number one pick and and New York New York has that? <laughs> has to, that. You have to go to New Orleans. You got to go to New Orleans. You have to go to the Pelicans. Again, I, with all due respect, it's it's no New York City. It's no – Nothing's New no York City. Exactly. You got Nothing LA. Else. LA is pretty nice. These guys, guys like LA. Yeah. Guys like uh, it's Oakland. Flashy. Especially when they're at this age, when they're at a young age. They want to play for flashy teams. I mean, who wouldn't? I would. Why why'd LeBron go to L.A.? I'd like to be in Los Angeles. Great weather, huge city, huge market. They got money. I'd love to be in Los Angeles. New York. I mean, we're talking about places like New York, places like Chicago, places like L.A. They're big markets for a reason. They're places where people want to be. Yes. They're places where people wouldn't mind being. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. New Orleans is not one of those cities. New Orleans isn't. I mean, we're the Knicks. Like, we're the Knicks. In the last 20 years, the New York Knicks have not But there's been... promise, Frankie. You have to understand. <laughs> there's promise? Currently promise. Promise of what? Promise, promise of, of what? Something. Promise of losses and Dolan not giving you any money. Not giving you any money to, to help out your team. He should do what he does with the Rangers. Let them go. Let the Rangers yes. go. Let the Knicks go. We don't want, we don't want Isaiah Thomas as our GM. All right, and we're back. Uh, so to pick up where we left off, New York Knicks. So my question is, do the New York Knicks look at what the Phoenix Suns did this year, bringing in, bringing in a guy like Chris Paul, 
taking a talented team from one of those, you know, I mean, the New York Knicks, although they were the four seed, I mean, they really weren't a four seed. Like comparing them to the Western Conference, the Clippers as a four seed, they weren't really a four seed. They weren't really a, any seed in the Western Conference. Let's be honest. Um, I would consider them more of like an eight seed fighting seven for the or eight seed. I would yeah, say. one of those playing teams. Do they look at what the Suns did from last year, and do they say that could be us next year? How so? Like that's a team that we we could be that team that just we have the right coach, we have the right blend of young talent, and we have a veteran player that we throw into the mix and bring us to the NBA Finals. Here's the thing: I don't think there's two Chris Pauls. I don't think there's two Chris Pauls. Don't have that. I don't think there's two Chris Pauls in the NBA. They don't have a Devin Booker who can score at the rate. That's true. That. I think Randall's can. I think Randall's great. G- great. How about that? How about those playoffs? What happened there? What do you think happened there? I think it got in his head, man. I think he got. I think Atlanta got in his head. Trey Young got in his head. Trey Young got in everyone's head. Trey Young's still in my head. I hate it. Yeah, I hate him. No, don't say that. Say that. I shouldn't say that. <laughs> don't say that out loud. No, no, no. Listen. It was for a tough people, for a Knicks. For we're obvious. We're Knicks. Obviously, fans. we're Knicks fans. Yes. Obviously, we're Knicks fans. Sad Knicks fans. Exactly. Um, Trey Young, I don't hate you. Um, Trey Young, uh, what he did in the playoffs was was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. Yeah, it was ridiculous. And good though, for him. Good for him. <laughs> we just start. We just start talking about all the things we love about Trey Young. Yeah. No, but in that series, I found myself so irrationally mad at Trey Young, this guy that I liked him before the series. I liked him. I like small point guards. I like guys who kind of manipulate the game a little bit. I don't like what he's done with the foul calls on the threes. And there didn't the NBA come out and say they're going to change yes. that next year? I think they said they're going to reassess foul calling for next year. I, I mean, think long that, overdue, in my opinion. Well, Even with James Harden, that's a different. When he was on the Rockets, a different type of foul. No, that's a different type. No, what he it is. That's a it is. That's a but they need to reassess foul. that as well. No, they don't. What, yes, what, they what, do. what exactly are you referring to when you say you know, reassess? What are you referring? He to? Jumped into people. Jumped into people. Threes. So they need to reassess something they already just reassessed because of Kawhi Leonard. Listen. The reason why they have such strict rules is because Zaza Pachulia in game one, That's, game one yes. decided I'm going to slip my legs under Kawhi Leonard, and now he's out for the rest of the playoffs. Now he's got injuries. He's out of San Antonio. That's the last game he plays in San Antonio. Okay, I'd rather have these player-protected rules that someone like James Harden, I don't think necessarily manipulates because they're shot attempts. Trey Young's shots, they're not really shot attempts. They're kind of jumping to the defender and, and chuck it up. James Harden shots, they're real shot attempts. When he goes to the basket and he rips the ball through a defender's arm, it's a foul. It's always been a foul. Yes. Everybody does it. LeBron's been doing it. Jordan did it. I mean, Jordan didn't do it, actually. No, no one did it in the 90s. It yeah. was usually you just get punched in the throat. Exactly. And, then, and hope you make the shot. But uh, I think I, I'm – Obviously, I love James Harden. I love his game. But I don't think James Harden has the same – he gets the same fouls that Trey Young gets. Trey Young gets a very different type of foul. Yeah, and I no, think no, I agree. I don't enjoy Trey Young because it makes it super tough to defend the type of foul that he gets when he, he pumps – he pump fakes in the air and then jumps into you. It's not a real shot. He's shooting a three-point floater. Mm-hmm. Whereas James Harden shooting a step back, guy kind of gets in a space. He jumps forward. Yeah, he jumps forward a little bit. But – you know that's just a player protect. That's a player protective rule, whereas Trey Young's is kind of more. I want to jump into the defender and, and try and make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, I I don't. I, I'm worried about the Knicks next year. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I don't see Julius Randle putting up those same numbers for some reason. You know what? I don't think it's a testament to how good he is as a player. No, I don't think so. I either. think it's just how badly is that Hawk series gonna affect him mm-hmm. going forward. I agree. And you know, again, like you're in you're in New York City, Madison yeah. Square Garden. Knicks weren't in the playoffs for eight years before that. They, <laughs> you do like, anything. You, you you make a turnover and you're on the New York post. You're exactly. on the front cover. You know, so tough. you do one thing like that. They turn on everybody. Exactly. We 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 love to. We love to hate. It's New York. Mm-hmm. Our attention spans. It's what we small. do. It's what we do. It's what we do best. We're doing it to Garrett Cole right now. Oh, 
don't even. You want to get into baseball? <laughs> I don't even. I'm afraid to get into baseball. I'm afraid to talk Yankees with you. Oh, I can go on for hours. I can. Uh, I'm afraid to talk that about Mets to anybody because at the moment, uh, I've never. I haven't heard a good thing about Lindor since he signed with the team. He's been playing a little better. I haven't been following, obviously, but he's been doing a little better. Well, um, and then I just know that Degrom is Jesus Christ. <laughs> he's listen. We can get else. into Yankees for another day. Yeah. But, um, we're, we're getting the best. I, I just see, you know, there's so many variables for the Knicks. You know, quickly, RJ, are they going to step up? It's time for RJ to step up. Okay. It's time. Man, man. I, I know you been, don't like RJ. It's not that I don't like RJ. You've been it's rooting that for him. I was We've all been his, rooting for him. I was, I was, I've been rooting for when him. When he got drafted, I was telling everybody, listen, RJ Barrett is a solid pick. RJ Barrett is a number one caliber pick at three. We got him at three. I thought he was better than... Zion, I thought he was better than John Morant. So he's better than most players in that draft. Mm-hmm. And he has not shown that side of his game yet. And I hope but he, he does. Still can. He still I still can. think he can. The problem is he struggles with – it's not like he struggles with a certain part of his game like uh, shot creation. Mm-hmm. So young guys struggle with shot creation. He struggles with shot making, Yeah, which concerns me. Because and, he can he can and, create shots. He's a left. He's got a nice shot. He's got that nice left-handed shot. It's he's got great form. He's got yeah. He's yeah. got all the tools. He's, he, it's all there. When he gets to the rim, too, he's so, so good with his inside hand. So so here's the thing. He has all of that. Is it the atmosphere? Is it the atmosphere it the, that mm, he can't play in? It's a good question. Um, thank you. Um, <laughs> you don't like what? What if he just goes to New Orleans or somewhere like? Oklahoma City and balls out. I could, frankly, I could so see that happening. I could so see him going to another team because of the atmosphere. You know, he's got nothing to lose. You know, but we don't. I mean, what do we do? What we were looking at it. We we're like, do we get Lonzo Ball? <laughs> Does Lonzo get, Ball fix if, it? If you ask me. I think that would that would be a very nice fit for the team. I think we could take. I think uh, originally a playmaker. Very. I was very skeptical about. Uh, I was gonna say Lorenzo Ball, Lonzo Ball, but I think that you, you, why not? At this point, why not? I love Derrick Rose. I love seeing Derrick Rose do good. I think everybody does. I think Derrick Rose is one of those guys. Universally, it's it's almost impossible to dislike him because of uh, you know everything with the injuries. You you don't feel bad for him. You just I mean you do feel bad for him. It's just he's such a likable player. He still uses a BlackBerry, which is pretty insane. Still really? uses he still that. uses a BlackBerry. Um, I'm pretty sure I saw that on Twitter ball. But uh, the thing about Derrick Rose is is he a guy who's really gonna be someone who's gonna take us far? Like, I don't think so. I think if we get Lonzo, he might be he might uh, completely underperform. He might completely underperform and never be what he was supposed to be when he first came into the NBA. When he was at UCLA, when he was doing great at UCLA, he might never he did be have that player. trouble at UCLA. If you remember, he had shooting problems at UCLA. Well, I mean, he still has shooting problems. Yes, it was just all his form. I think he's exactly. a guy that, well, oh, oh, and he has changed that. Like I've seen videos of like his changed form. It looks a lot better. He's very, but he's still very high risk, high reward. I mean, I don't know how big the risk is. I yeah, uh, I don't think I don't it's think, high risk. I think that we could take him. We could see how he fits in a in a system, maybe. But I would love it if how he can just... he fit in a system with uh, Coach Tibbs? How do you think? That's well. <laughs> does he fit in that system? Does he fit in that system? I don't think. I don't think he does. He doesn't. No. I, I think few players fit in that system. I That's think you need a guy like Derrick Rose and quickly. I think quickly fits in that system too. I don't think Lonzo Ball really fits, but anything's possible. Anything's possible. I think that it would be a worthwhile investment, but I also believe that it's not one that the New York Knicks are willing to make. Fair. I don't think they care enough to, to get Lonzo Ball. That's 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 a fair point. Um, <laughs> like Lonzo Ball is going to cure our troubles. I don't think this is a no. Knicks team that's going to win us a championship. I'll just say that. No, I don't think Randall's a championship but it's player. A start. I think it's, it's a start. And you it's can nice get a to player. see us in the playoffs. You can get exactly. You can get a player, maybe like Zion. Maybe the only Zion, way, if you want to come again. The only way we'll have a deep run. Kawhi Leonard. Listen, if RJ Barrett you know, was playing at Devin Booker level, this is a good team. 
this is a good team. This is a championship level team. This is a very good team. Like that's that launches us all the way to the top of the East. Mm-hmm. All the way to the top of the Eastern Conference because Eastern Conference kind of sucks. Yeah. We're kind of not good. Yeah. But we can compete with those teams because we play great defense. We're young. Still got Derek. Like, man, I just wish if RJ Barrett doesn't bloom into a star guy, like a star player, a bona fide star player, I think we're going to have a lot of trouble going forward. Not as much trouble as we've had in the last eight years, but trouble. True, true. Trouble. I I I really <laughs> it makes me mad because I sold him when he came into the NBA. I said everybody told everybody that RJ Barrett was the New York Knicks. He was the guy. He's the guy that's going to be our, our franchise player for the next five to ten years. And I don't know if he's that. I hope he is. He he got better this year. Oh, I I definitely saw improvement, and I hope that's not just the system he's in. I hope it's actually like him himself um if it's a mental like his mentalities change um but i hope i hope uh i don't i believe he's a tad bit overrated little overrated think. little overrated i think he's playing 42 minutes a game and that, that's scores. again that's that's coach i feel like that's his system like he plays guys for Long Mets stomach kick. You saw Nerlens Noel playing full games. You yeah, know how many times he scored? How many times did RJ Barrett score over thirty? Not many. Not many. I think it was like two or three times. Maybe which is a if, problem. If, if, which is like, you're playing forty two minutes. You're supposed to be our guy. He needs to score, and it's not like he's not taking the shots. He's taking the shots at the start of the season. He was shooting twenty percent from three. Yes, I I, yeah, I remember twenty percent. Awful. <sighs> He's so talented. He's so good. And he has a great understanding of the game. And he's got a knack for leadership. You watch him on those Team Canada, like when he plays with Team Canada. Mm-hmm. He's got a knack for leadership. I just, man, I think that there's a chance he could put it together. But if he doesn't, Knicks might be screwed. Might be screwed. Julius Randle's great. Derrick Rose is great. Manuel Quickly is a, a great young guy. Great Kentucky product. I just... I feel like the success of the Knicks going forward hinges upon the success of RJ Barrett. But still, I don't think they're a Phoenix Suns go to the finals next year team. No. Um, the Knicks are going to be a very interesting team to watch next year, um, especially if it's the same team. Like, how how are, how are players going to keep playing at the intensity that they did? Like, Derrick Rose and Julius Randle are star. Are, Young guys going to step up, like RJ, quickly, and uh, even Mitchell Robinson. Yeah, man. Mitchell Robinson's got to get healthy. Yeah. I don't want him to be a he's, – he's a Marcus Canby. He's a solid center. He's a very solid guy who, who you could I, – I could see him in the Knicks jersey for a long time. Who, Marcus Canby? <laughs> Marcus Canby. Bring him back. <laughs> Bring Marcus Canby back. We want – but I can see Mitchell Robinson as that guy. Plays great defense. He's got a lot of offensive talent. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember the videos last year in the offseason of him him making Kevin Durant-esque moves. But I, yes. I, he's got to stay healthy, man. Yeah. He just got to stay healthy. Uh, I don't think we'll ever see him make Kevin Durant-esque moves. I don't think that's his, his MO. It's not in his repertoire. Uh in his bag, one would say. Exactly. His repertoire. It's not in his bag. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'd love it. I would love it. I would love to see Mitchell Robinson in his first game back shoot what's a step his, back three. Here's the, here's the question. Uh, what's Mitchell Robinson's ceiling? Is it a Clint Capella oh, type of player? Yes. yes. I agree. I don't think Thibs would ever let him become anything more than a Clint Capella. Mm-hmm. Right place, right time guy. Yeah, that's why Nerlens Noel was doing great. I mean, people don't talk. Nerlens Noel, like Clint, Clint Capella. At the end, yeah, at the end of the season, he was playing great. He was blocking shots. He was getting. He was he was doing what you do in a Tom Thibodeau system, which is everything you're told to do: <laughs> play great defense, be there, and just be the, physical, be intense. You know, that's the thing. He was being physical. Um, man, man, the Knicks, we got some issues, but. 
you know what? That's a that's a summer thing. That's something yeah. I'm going to enjoy the NBA Finals. I'm going to enjoy former New York Nick Langston Galloway. Yeah. Hopefully holding up an NBA trophy. Do the yeah. Bucks? Do the Bucks have a former Nick on their team? Do they? No, I don't think they do. Man, Langston, Langston Galloway's got to bring the championship home for the Knicks. It's, Did Jeff Teague ever play for the Knicks? No. No, no Jeff Teague. Oh, <laughs> Bobby Portis. Oh, yeah, crazy eyes. Bobby, yeah, Bobby Portis. How do we, yeah. we forget Bobby? I, I love them on the Knicks. I, I really did like him. <laughs> I the love Knicks. him here. I love him here. Yeah, yeah. He's the scariest person ever. I've ever seen. He's so scary. If you watch those clips of him, but he's grown a lot. Because when you watch those clips of him when he was younger, and he was like, he was talking Bulls. about, he was talking about in interviews about uh, how he would imagine other play, players on the other team slapping his mom like before the game to to get it <laughs> to really? get him amped up. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, that's a little crazy. Um, but he's grown from that. He's grown a lot from that. Right, a right. lot. And I, I think that he's, uh, oh, man, I like watching him play because he gets the crowd into it. I yes. think that's something you, yeah. as a New York Nick, can know better than anybody. Because we sucked. We we were terrible when Bobby right, Portis yeah. was on the team. But Bobby Portis just knew how to get the crowd into it. And that's how I remember him. As a guy whose intensity. Um, the hype man. Yeah. New York Knicks hype. Really, like, really, like, elevated the, the crowd. Yeah. Really brought them to their feet. And... You don't get uh, again. That's another. Thing and who knows? Maybe he's an X factor in the series. I think so. He definitely could. He could be a guy, a momentum. He could be a spark plug. He's a that twenty minute guy. Momentum. He's a twenty minute guy. Yeah. They play like a nine man. Uh, the Bucks, whereas the, the Suns will play like a ten man rotation. Even with now Sarge is out, they'll still play like a ten man rotation. Bucks mm-hmm. play a nine man rotation, and yeah. it, it's it's important to remember that Giannis usually doesn't play forty minutes. Bud doesn't like to play him over 35. He's not a guy that you're confident playing 40 minutes because it's more than just the NBA Finals. He's a he's a guy whose game is based around athleticism. Do you really want to risk you know, playing this guy over 35 minutes? And every Bucks fan before this was like, why is he not playing 35 to – why is he not playing 40 minutes? Why is he not playing 42 minutes? Kevin Durant played 48, and he just tore his Achilles. Now, Kevin Durant's been out for a year and a half, and he's playing 48 minutes. Why isn't Giannis doing the same? Like, yeah, you're right. I think now Bucks fans are kind of taking a back seat and saying, well, we don't want to have a KD situation where you get a hyperextended knee and then you, you tear your ACL, you hurt your Achilles, something bad. You don't want to see that happen. You never want to see that happen. All right, so enough Giannis talk, enough Knicks talk. Let's get down to Game Three in Milwaukee. What's your prediction? I got, I got, the, I got the Bucks. You got the Bucks I with the, the win. Bucks are gonna take it. Deer um, District is gonna come out to represent. Yeah, yeah. Like even like you, they, they'll pan to like Milwaukee where you have the, the sea of Milwaukee. <laughs> the fans. sea of the sea of green. Yeah. The sea of deer. Exactly. Um, I think you're gonna have spark plugs like. You know, Brooke Lopez. Um, maybe we'll see Bobby Portis. These guys, I think they're going to step up. Um, I agree. You know, they're comfortable. They're at home. Uh, Giannis do his thing. Chris Middleton, you know, I think he'll do his thing as well. I feel like he plays very well in Milwaukee. Yes. Um, and it'll it'll be a surprise to the Suns, I think. It's uh, – I completely agree. I think it's a Bucks win. Um I think they'll have a little, little bit of help from the referees. Just a little bit of help for the referees. They're at home, you know. It's a Suns Bucks NBA Finals. Do you really want to see it end in four or five games? I don't think so. Um, uh, I'm think- not saying it's not, it's not going to be rigged, but I'm saying they're going to they're going to be at home. They're going to win. I believe they're going to win. Giannis doesn't have to deal with the ten count from the fans while he's yeah, in Milwaukee. Really, like, that really gets to him. Get to me too. Get to you too. I mean, it's it's can't be easy. Can't be easy. You're trying to just man, just trying to put the ball in the hoop. Yeah, he doesn't shoot a great percentage, but uh, man, I wonder if that's something he's gonna have to deal with his whole career. 
It's uh, it's fun. It's yeah, that, it, it is fun. Fun, fun as a fan, not fun as Giannis Antetokounmpo. But it's good that he gets through it. Um, yeah. I think that Giannis is going to have another great game. I don't know if he's going to have another forty-point no. masterpiece gonna, performance. He, I feel like he's going to be elevated by the people around him in this game. I feel like the I, emphasis yeah. is going to be on the role players. Yeah, I think Chris Middleton is going to step up. I don't know. Drew Holiday's been scaring me. Yeah, Drew Holiday plays great defense. I think it's it's worth him being on the court. It's just worthwhile. It, the trade it always looks good when he's mm-hmm. on the court. But yeah. I think and that oh, I'm predicting I'm predicting an off game from Devin Booker. Um, an off game in Milwaukee. In or Milwaukee okay. for game three. You think he's gonna? Do you think it's because he's in Milwaukee, or you just? I think, just think I just think he's gonna have an off game. He's been playing really well in Phoenix. Um, I feel like Milwaukee people are kind of nuts. You know, they'll get to him. <laughs> Milwaukee people will get they, to Dev. Yeah, they'll get to him. You know. Um, he just put up 31. He played very well, you know. But I guess, I guess, I guess we'll see. I know. I, I guess we'll see. I think it's a. I think this is something where it's a game three, right? You usually don't see the home team lose a game three. I don't think this is any different. I think this is a this is a Bucks win. Uh, yeah, I Going agree. Through. And then my my prediction all in all. I don't know about games. I don't know about game four. All in all, the Suns take it home. Yeah, it looks That's like that. Well, I think if you have a two zero lead, you have a, a something like a ninety percent chance to win, like a over ninety mm-hmm. percent. I wouldn't say ninety. I, I think it's, say- I think that's a, I think that's a stat. I think that's a real, real? statistic. Yeah, that's why it was so impressive the that the Clippers in the that the Clippers in, in the playoffs in general. It was so impressive that the Clippers kept coming back from that two yeah. zero deficit. But, um. I believe it's going to be a win. I believe that Chris Middleton's going to have way better of a game. You don't see a lot of trashy games from Chris Middleton. I don't know how Drew Holiday's going to do. I hope he's aggressive. I hope he's making yeah. shots. And he's got to play good defense. He always plays good defense. You just got to, you, you know, on the pick and rolls, that's more of a, a, a Mike Budenholzer thing. I don't know how Bud is going to adjust because, to be honest with you, I feel like Bud's on the chopping block. Like, I feel like Bud, his job isn't secure. The Bucks say his job is secure. I'd but give it. I'd give it another year. See how they do next year. Yeah, I mean, they they finally made it to the. They finals. made it to the finals. This might be his insurance, but I don't think that it's as secure as people believe it is. But we're gonna see. I think the Bucks pull it off at home. I think Chris Paul has another solid game. I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. You know, with guys like Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton, it's hard to blow them out because of how consistent they are. Yes, that's very. That's a good point. It's not going to be a blowout by any means. But I, I think they take it home uh, on their home court in, in Deer District. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, yep, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you very much. And, uh, and uh, we'll see you next episode, which yep. will probably be after the finals. We'll see. Yeah. Who knows? All right. Peace out. Peace.